0: Welcome to Gem Secrets, San Diego's only jewelry radio talk show. Join us for the next hour as we discuss the jewelry industry and the latest in styles and fashion. Here's your host for Gem Secrets, graduate gemologist Michael Rogers.
1: Hello and welcome again to Gem Secrets. I'm your host Michael Rogers. Uh, Welcome to this this wet Monday. Unfortunately it's raining outside but be careful when you're driving to work please. Today's show is sponsored by A.M. Jewelry Repair and Design. They offer numerous services from ring sizings, jewelry and eyeglass repair, watch batteries, to custom design. Uh, Repairs can be done while you wait. Uh, A.M. Jewelry Repair and Design can also replace your lost diamonds or colored stones, and all of their work is guaranteed. Just visit the El Camino Real Mall in Carlsbad, located in the Samuels Jewelers, on the first floor in the mall. And if you have any quotes or prizes you need to be answered, please contact Anthony at 760-729-1167. Well, today on the show we have um, Leslie Hyman. Um, for a lot of people who don't know who Leslie Hyman is, she is uh, foremost authority on buying and selling antiques, fine art, and collectibles. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, for people who are not familiar with, um, with your show or your auctions, please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I started out really when I was quite young, and I worked for Sotheby's. And then after being there for four years, I started an auction house in Chicago, which was called Leslie Hyman Auctioneers. And I built it up over a 15-year period, and 15 years later, Sotheby's bought it from me. And along the way, I started filming television and host two shows on HGTV. And I also do a newspaper column and have a new book that just came out called Adventures at the Auction.
1: Oh, great. Now, how did you actually get into the auction, uh, the auction business? What pretty much drew, you know, drove you to that?
2: You know, I was very lucky. As a young person, you know how when you're young, you don't really know what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. I sort of studied art history and was interested in in the whole field in general, and got an administrative job working for Sotheby's, uh, opening their Chicago office, which was actually the first branch office they ever opened in the United States. This was, of course, a long time ago. It was in 1978. Mm -hmm. So I just was very lucky and um, ended up in the auction business, which is a business that I know you're interested in and I love, too.
1: Yeah, actually my, my wife loves auctions and it was just an amazing experience. I've gone to a couple of the local auctions. Uh, uh-huh. uh, just this weekend we went to um, uh, Tri-County uh, furniture and auction for an antique road show of, of some sorts. Uh-huh. And it's just amazing of the uh, items that they bring. Uh, I was able to appraise some jewelry there. Uh-huh. Um, now, with your auction business, um, what are pretty much some of the f- most fantastic pieces you've seen in your auctions?
2: In terms of jewelry?
1: Uh, In terms of jewelry or uh, furniture or
2: Uh anything. We've we've sold all kinds of things, actually, my auction house. We um, sold everything from the, we had the last event ever held at the Chicago Stadium, which was the big sports arena where Michael Jordan played,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and we had the last event there. It was a huge auction of all of the memorabilia. Absolutely everything you can imagine was sold from the doors and the bricks and the you know stair risers and Mm -hmm. just absolutely everything was great
3: wow um
2: we also once found a van gogh painting in a ranch house in wisconsin just sort of in a suburb of milwaukee that ended up selling for a million four hundred and thirty thousand dollars so basically i mean we've just i've sold stuff for i've been in the business for 23 years
1: Oh my goodness, I can't Mm -hmm. believe a Van Gogh.
2: (laughs) Yeah, these wonderful, nice people called us. They lived in just a suburb of Milwaukee, and they called and said that they had some things they wanted to sell, and our representative went out to look and found this little floral still life in a hallway, and they were, you know, sort of interested in what it was. We did a lot of research, finally sold it, or excuse me, finally sent it to Amsterdam to the leading authority on Van Gogh. And it wound up being uh, Floral Steel Life. It sold for $1,400,000. Oh,
1: my God. They
2: were thrilled, needless to say.
1: Oh, I'm sure I would be thrilled, too.
2: Mm -hmm. I've
1: heard uh, a couple stories of um, someone actually found, I think it was maybe five or six years ago, they found um, an actual copy of the Declaration of Independence in a yard sale. Uh, it was actually hidden behind a, a picture of a flower. Right. Um, I, it's just amazing. And that's the, the amazing things about auctions. Now, now, for people who are not really familiar about auctions, what is an actual auction?
2: Well, you know, of course, an auction is an, an arena where people get together and bid against each other to find the fair market value or the price that something is actually worth at the moment that it's sold.
1: Now, what do you think makes auctions so popular? Because, again, my wife, she loves auctions. It's just the thrill of um, possibly going there and getting a fine. But in, in terms of your auction house, what have you seen is, is pretty much uh, the most popular uh, aspect of, of auctions in your, in your house itself?
2: Well, you know, I think auctions are great because they're a place where people can go to actually look at things and touch things and learn about objects and you know when you go to a museum obviously museums are great but a lot of the things that you see are out of the reach of of people's budgets and plus you can't really take things off the wall and turn them upside down mm-hmm. and look at them carefully
1: okay no so, yep, I'm sorry go ahead
2: no i just think that the auction market is great because you can learn so much and you can interact with the experts at the auction houses ask some questions, and it's just a wonderful
3: way
1: to learn. Uh, If anyone out there in the North County area would like to speak to Leslie, ask her a question, you can call the station at 760-720-KCEO. That's 720-5236. And anywhere else in the Southern California area, just call 1-800-292-KCEO. Now, in terms of an auction, how does an auction actually work from the time people come to the time people leave uh, the auction house?
2: Well, most auction houses have an exhibition of the items that are going to be sold. And the exhibition is usually open for a day, two, three days before the auction. Mm -hmm. So people come in, they preview, they look at the things and determine what they might be interested in buying. And then people, of course, attend the actual auction itself where those things are sold, or people can be on the telephone during the auction mm-hmm. or can leave order bids or absentee bids if they can't attend the auction. And of course, these days, most auction houses have a website and you're usually able to bid on the Internet.
1: Well, so you have probably three or four different ways to actually bid on it compared to probably back um, when you first started, when you pr- I assume uh, people just showed up for the, uh, the auction in person.
2: Right, and when I first started, actually, people could leave order, but they didn't very often. Now it's really, really common, and obviously the Internet has changed the business dramatically, especially eBay, which is, I think, the greatest thing ever invented.
1: Yeah, It's it's amazing uh, watching your show. Um, I see a couple people that will actually, well, most people will win on the phone, uh, and they pretty much just sit on the sidelines. Is there any type of uh, strategy towards bidding that can you actually get a cheaper price than, um, than if you just start bidding from the beginning? Or?
2: Well, you know, people think that there are all sorts of strategies you can use, and I don't know if any of them really work. Um, it's a really pretty straightforward thing in auction, and being the auctioneer isn't as complicated as you th- you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, people like to try and cut bids, offer less money than the auctioneers asking for. And I really think that that just sort of slows the auction down. Um, I think that the best way to bid is just to sit quietly and raise your hand or raise your paddle and bid. Um, And all these games that you play really don't do all that
1: much, Mm. in my opinion. Because I've noticed in a couple of auctions that I've gone to, they'll just tell you if you want the piece, Hold your hand hand up, and until it gets to the price where you can't afford, right. then you can go ahead and take it down.
2: Right. I don't think that it's a good idea to leave your hand up the whole time because if you're at an auction house where the auctioneer isn't honest, mm-hmm. you know they may run you up a bit or two. So you should be sure you're with a good auction house. You're mm-hmm. attending an auction at a good auction house.
1: Because I've noticed, I've noticed that some of the uh, auction houses, they'll go very fast, and then you have others that will go very slow. But it, it depends upon what you're, what you're bidding, I guess, huh?
3: Right,
2: right, exactly. And jewelry usually goes really quickly, actually.
1: Now, what type of pieces of jewelry that you, you typically see at a, at some of your auctions?
2: Well, most of the property that comes up for sale at auction comes from a mm-hmm. and And that's true especially with jewelry at most auction houses. Um, obviously, dealers put some things up for sale at auction, but I think the majority of what is sold at most reputable auction houses is um, is estate jewelry. I'm conducting an auction at Sloan's in Washington
1: mm-hmm.
2: coming up, and it's an auction of estate jewelry.
1: Wow. Now, is that something that people can uh, participate over the Internet also?
2: Um, yes, actually. I think that at Sloan's they can. Sloan's. Has a website? I think it's called Sloans.com.
3: Let me check. Mhm.
1: I'll look into it. Okay. So, so actually, people, especially with the internet, um, they can actually go to uh, different—not only but not only eBay, but to different auction houses on the website Mm -hmm. and actually put a bid in. So they can they can um, bid for something anywhere in the country.
3: Mm Mhm. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's just amazing. Now. What is your favorite antique? Because I've noticed there, um, there are certain times where you're, you're on the show when you say, oh, this is one of my uh, favorite type of styles of an antique. But do you have any favorite type of antiques you like?
2: Gosh, you know, I've been in this business for so long. I like everything. <laughs> um, and I know a little bit about everything and not a lot about any one category. I am, um, I'm interested in all sorts of furniture and decorative arts. I like French furniture more than anything else, Really? really? But, um, you know, obviously I like American furniture, and I like, you know, I like everything.
1: Now, how, how can someone auction off their own belongings um, when they come to an auction? Does it have to be done previously, or is it something they can add on to, uh, or if they change their mind, maybe mid-auction, can they say, hey, could you go ahead and auction this piece off?
2: No, everything is organized before the auction begins, and they, the auctioneer goes in the order of the properties to be sold.
1: Now, what steps are taken uh, to ensure that the customers are pretty much buying what you know you, you, you say they're buying when it, when it comes to an auction?
2: Well, it depends on the auction house, and most auction houses sell everything as is. A lot of auction houses do, mm-hmm. and they don't really guarantee property, and especially with jewelry, that's something that you should should look into. What does the auction house guarantee? Uh, Sotheby's and Christie's both have limited guarantees and the good auction houses all have very good departments that have specialists that are experts that catalog the property and you can pretty much rely on their cataloging.
1: Uh, Folks, if you have any questions for Leslie, now is the perfect time to call. Uh, You can call from the North County. Seven six zero seven two zero K C E O. That's seven two zero five two three six. And anywhere else in the Southern California area, just call one eight hundred two nine two K C E O. Now we're coming coming up to a break in a little bit. But um, what I want to get into in the next segment, I want to talk about a couple of your shows because you have a couple of shows on um, at the auction and the appraisal fair. And uh, I also want to get into there's a couple of things. When I was looking. Um, for more information on uh, certain websites, you have the, b- the new book out, uh, Adventures at the Auction, which should be in bookstores now?
2: Right, exactly. Okay.
1: And you also have a syndicated column uh, called What's its Worth for the, I believe, the Chicago Times?
2: It's for the Chicago Tribune. Tribune uh-huh, okay. And it's syndicated all over the country.
1: Okay. And then also you have, <laughs> this is amazing, you have a, a website called e- e- com. Right, ePraisals.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk more with Leslie Hyman Um, You can call the station again. It's uh, from the North County, 760-720-KCEO, and anywhere else in the Southern California area, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. Folks, we'll be right back after these messages.
0: Are you planning on buying or selling a home? Then come see the Coldwell Banker team of Francis and Ken Owen. They specialize in serving the needs of first-time buyers and sellers, senior citizens, or families in the market for a house in the North County communities of San Diego. With the Owen team, you receive realtors who are with the Owen team, you receive realtors who are a valuable information resource for new home buyers. They're well aware of the schools, neighborhoods, services, and benefits available in North County. You also receive two top real estate professionals for the price of one. The Owen team has received numerous awards in recognition of their exemplary performance on behalf of their clients. They've been the recipients of the prestigious President's Circle Award, recognizing the top 1% of agents nationwide. You can consider the Owen team as your personal lifetime realtors. Francis and Ken Owen believe that the purchase or sale of a home should be a positive experience, so they make sure the process of buying or selling your home is a smooth, quick, and enjoyable one. Contact Francis and Ken Owen at the Coldwell Banker Office in Vista. Call now 760-643-5036. 760-643-5036.
4: Good morning. I'm Monica Zek with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by Not Soak City. Save on Not Soak City at Carl's Jr. Adults $15.95, kids $12.95. This weekend at Not Soak City, get a free t shirt and everyone gets a free ticket to Knott's theme park as well. It uh, looks like in traffic, still some problem spots, like West 94 has a stalled vehicle now at the 5 connector, so that's adding to the slowing on West 94, first from the 125, very congested to the 805, from Spring Valley, then 30th Street, onto that North 5 connector. Westbound 8 want to try that. It's slow approaching Spring down at Mission Valley toward the 15 connector, as North 805 slows pretty much from the 94 into Sorrento Valley. It, it looks like your commute North 5 into the downtown area is blocked by a stalled vehicle at Mile of Cars Way, but an earlier crash near Interstate 8 involving several vehicles, has traffic pretty heavy from the downtown area on North 5 from Washington all the way to Highway 52. South 5 has been heavy, Point Poinsettia down through Via de la Valle and South 15, slowing at to via Rancho Parkway. It's sluggish traffic, then it's rather heavy from Camino del Norte down to Mira Mesa Boulevard. Also watch for the slowing North 15 from Fairmont heading down toward Friars Road. And West 8, that's low spring down in Mission Valley. And again, off and on slowing on that 94 into downtown. But do watch for a crash clearing on College Boulevard at Highway 76. But also be careful in the South Bay. Be very careful around Byer Boulevard. It's shut down between Iris Avenue and Carnell. This is to investigate a fatal crash investigation. So buckle up and be safe out there. Also crash clearing at Hammershaw Road and Meadowbrook Drive. That's us look at traffic on AM1000, KCEO. Now look at your forecast, brought to you by Penguin Putnam. Return to the intrigue and adventure of W.E.B. Griffin's Men at War series with the Fighting Agents. Go into battle with the legendary OSS. Read the Fighting Agents, now a Joe paperback. In the forecast, morning clouds. Again, we've had a lot of drizzle causing a lot of these problems out there. Otherwise, it should be mostly sunny by the afternoon. Coastal and inland highs, upper 60s near the beaches, to upper 70s, mid-80s inland. We're going to be up to about 110 for our desert regions. Right now, it's 61 degrees in Oceanside, and it's 61 degrees for downtown San Diego. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM1000, KCEO.
5: Buying a stock is not unlike buying a computer. Both can help you make money, even if you don't know quite how they work. But what if you knew what really made them tick? Jerry Klein of Klein Pavlis Financial talks about knowing what you buy. The real key here is most people spend more time studying what kind of a computer they want to buy than they do studying what kind of stock they want to buy. You have to ask yourself, when you buy a stock, do you have any idea what business they're in? Do you have any idea what revenue stream they're going to have? What are their margins? Do you have any idea how much profit they're going to make? How else can you ever pick the right stock? Get to where you want to be. Call Klein Pavlis Financial, the down-to-earth approach to successful investing. Three Southern California offices. Call toll-free 800-557-5461,
0: 800-557-5461, or visit investtalk.com. Welcome once again to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, graduate gemologist, Michael Rogers. Hello and welcome back to Gem Secrets. Uh,
1: We're talking with Leslie Hyman, an authority on buying and selling antiques, fine arts, and collectibles. Uh, She is uh, basically, a lot of people probably know her from HGTV. Now, Leslie, tell us about uh, the two shows that you have on HGTV, uh, the uh, At the Auction and the Appraisal Fair.
2: Right. At the Auction is a show that airs um, weekly on Monday nights at 7 o'clock Central Time, and it's a show where we take the viewer through the auction process. Um, I talk about an object and give a little history of it. It could be a piece of jewelry or a painting or a print or a piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. I talk about it and then give the estimate as to what we think it's going to bring at auction. And then what they do is they clip to the auction itself, and I actually, they filmed me and edited in, actually auctioning the object off.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's pretty much now that you're au- uh, at your auction house then.
2: Well, no. You know, I had an auction house that I sold to Sotheby's. We used oh, to film right, at my okay. auction house. Mm-hmm. And then we fil- filmed at Sotheby's. And then I left Sotheby's and we filmed at Butterfield's. Okay. And then Butterfield's closed their auction facility in Chicago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So now we film at Sloan's auction house in Washington, D.C.
1: Okay. Now, uh, do you also go to different auction houses besides Sloan's, or is it pretty much just one location?
2: We film the um, the series of shows at one location, but <laughs> we seem to be switching locations fairly often, which makes the show kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. Now, what's the most expensive um, auction uh, piece that you have to, have to auction off in the, your, your history of doing auctions?
2: You know, the most expensive thing I've ever auctioned is the Van Gogh that I told you about, mm-hmm. personally. And then I've sold a lot of sort of $500,000 property. But the Van Gogh for $1,430,000 is the most
1: expensive thing I've ever sold. Wow. Now, for a typical auction house commission, if people are interested um, in selling something with an auction house, what's a typical commission that the, uh, they can expect?
2: You know, it depends on the auction house, but it's somewhere between 10 and 15%, sometimes 20%. And it's generally done on a sliding scale depending on the value of the object.
1: Okay, and also on the uh, when I've watched the at the auction, uh, that particular show, that's where you have a lot of the um, callers on the phone actually bidding for things in the background. And I noticed that there are a lot of experienced um, uh, people that come to your auctions that know exactly what they want. Uh, is that usually the case when people come to the auction?
2: Yeah, you know, people who attend auctions are pretty smart, and actually the auction houses work very hard to make it easy for people to become educated. But people usually come into the exhibition and look at the object and know how much they're willing to pay before they attend. And as you said, often people are on the telephone, which is just as good as being in the room, I think.
3: Now,
1: and
2: they bid up to the amount that they're willing to pay.
1: Now, do you usually stick with one type of um, uh, antique or theme, or is it can be a barrage of different type of merchandise?
2: Well, it depends on the auction house and the auction, but... The way Sloan's does it, or we used to do it at my old auction house, and actually the way that Sotheby's does it, is that they have auctions by category. So one day there might be a jewelry auction, and the next day an Asian Works of Art auction, and the next day could be, you know, the Jackie Kennedy Onassis auction.
1: Wow. Now, about your appraisal fair, what's the difference between at the auction and the appraisal fair?
2: The appraisal fair is a different show, and it's a show where people, we film it in Chicago at Navy Pier, and we film it over the weekends, and people bring things in to be appraised. So they, you know, drag their stuff in, and we have a staff of experts who actually look at things and appraise them, and we film those things on television.
1: Now, do you ever travel across the country as, as, as uh, I believe, another type is the antique road show as another type of uh, show that might be on? Do you go to different locations, or you pretty much just stay at the pier?
2: We generally film at Navy Pier. Okay. The road show travels around the country,
3: but we don't do
1: that. Okay. Uh, folks, if you want to call Leslie Hyman, uh, you can call from the North County, 760-720-KCEO, KCEO, that's 720-5236, and anywhere else in the Southern California area, you can call 1-800-292-KCEO. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk uh, more about HGTV, and then also uh, we're going to get into your new book, Adventures at the Auction. And also you have a couple of other things in terms of syndicated column, um, uh, what's it's worth. And then also, which I'm dying to get to, um, the new website you have, I'll call it ePraisals, which I believe basically covers a lot of uh, different items in terms of antiques and doing research. So when we come back, we'll talk more with Leslie Hyman from HGTV. Stay tuned. news on the information radio network i'm hope duggar president bush heads back to school today he'll begin the commencement address at his alma mater yale and getting honorary degree it's the first time he's visited yale since he graduated in 1968 correspondent mark smith reports bush's relations with his alma mater have been strained over the years
5: bush's friends say he never really felt at home here and came to see yale as a symbol of liberal elitism and he suggested he thought Yale snubbed his father by failing to award him an honorary degree until just over a year before he left the White House. For the record, Bush's spokesman denies there's any bad blood, and indeed his daughter Barbara's going to Yale. However, this visit is only his second return since he graduated in 1968.
1: The Senate votes on a GOP-backed tax cut today. The $1.35 trillion measure would still have to be reconciled with a larger version passed by the House. That plan is close to the $1.6 trillion plan backed by President Bush. This is IRN.
6: Are you looking for the perfect engagement ring or a loose certified diamond at below retail prices? At David & Sons Fine Jewelers, we have served over 10,000 satisfied clients worldwide since 1980. Our reputation and honesty with our customers is our first priority. Here at David & Sons, we specialize in custom engagement and wedding rings that will last a lifetime. Designer pieces can be duplicated for half the price, and with our in-house bench jeweler of 15 years, we maintain your jewelry for the life of the purchase at no additional cost to you. David & Sons are direct importers of loose diamonds from Israel, Belgium, and India. Our GIA and EGL certified and ideal cut diamonds are purchased with cash, not credit like our competitors. This allows us to offer the lowest prices to our customers. We offer lifetime diamond trade-in policies on our entire inventory for the full amount of the purchase price. And at David & Sons, we'll help you stay within your budget. Our customers are educated on the four C's gold platinum settings and much more so there is no doubt when you purchase jewelry from david and sons you'll have peace of mind so come experience the difference at david and sons fine jewelers located at the utc mall in la jolla or in the plaza bonita mall in national city david and sons fine jewelers a member of the better business bureau Good morning,
4: I'm Monica Zek with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by OneTravel.com. Going away this summer on a budget you can save by booking your next trip at OneTravel.com. For low price and great advice, hurry... To no hurrying on those roadways are slick and dangerous. As a result, Bayer Boulevard is closed between Iris Avenue and Carnell in the South Bay. This is due to a fatal crash investigation. So again, be careful on those roadways. And as reminded, this is Buckle Up Week Awareness Week. So buckle up at all times behind that wheel. And as passengers. North Five, watch for the slowing. It's been very heavy first through National City to downtown, but it's bumper to bumper from the downtown area, from India and Washington, all the way into Mission Bay, almost to La Jolla Village, but along the Wait, till- Multi car crash near Interstate 8. So watch for all of that on North 5. South 5 again back to from Poinsettia as South 15 slows Carmel Mountain down through Mira Mesa Boulevard. North 805 slowing from the 163 into Sorrento Valley. A westbound 8 cleared out through La Mesa. tight spot around the 163 is West 94. That slows on the King Freeway from the 15 connector into downtown. And also watch for West 78, a slow spot at Barham again around College Boulevard. We've also got a crash clearing in Hamishaw Roads area of Meadowbrook, Hamishaw at Meadowbrook. And now a crash reported at Picador at Del Sol Boulevard. That's a look at traffic on AM 1000, KCEO. Now look at your forecast brought to you by the NHL and ESPN. Tonight it's Game 5 of the Western Conference Finals between the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. The winner will move a step closer to the playing final round tonight at 5 on ESPN. It's morning clouds, mostly sunny by the afternoon. Highs today, 60s of the beaches, mid-80s inland at 62 degrees downtown. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM 1000, KCEO.
0: Welcome back to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, Michael Rogers. Hello
1: and welcome back to Gem Secrets. Uh, today's show is sponsored by AM Jewelry Repair and Design. Uh, they offer numerous services from ring sizings, jewelry and eyeglass repair, watch batteries, custom design, and everything can be done while you wait. Uh, so just visit their location at the El Camino Real Mall in Carlsbad, located in the Samuel Jewelers on the first floor of the mall. Uh, for more information, just contact Anthony there at 760-729-1167. So we've been talking with Leslie Hyman uh, from HGTV um, uh, at the auction and the appraisal fair. Now, Leslie, with the appraisal fair, um, what is uh, some of the merchandise that's, that typically is brought in from the, uh, the outside public?
2: You know, I'll tell you what, that show is hilarious. People <laughs> just bring in all kinds of stuff. I've never seen anything like it. They drag in tables and chairs and jewelry and (laughs) porcelain, and it's just a riot.
1: Anything they can just get their hands on, they'll just bring it in.
2: Yeah, and they they have to generally wait an hour, two hours, sometimes even three hours in line, and they...
1: Seem happy to do that. Yeah, it's funny with the auction that uh, we had over the weekend. It's pretty much the same format. They had pictures, and uh, it was interesting. One person actually had a uh, a 1933 baseball collection that was mounted in glass, and one of the appraisers uh, he was expecting maybe a hundred, two hundred dollars, and uh-huh. it turned out it turned out to be about ten, fifteen thousand dollars.
3: Isn't
1: that funny? Yeah. So it's just amazing when people bring items in and they're shocked at the value, which is really what's uh, just amazing. I'll give you another example, another person brought in a painting that she bought from a yard sale and it ended up appraising out at about $7,000 to $8,000.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. What about jewelry? Did you see a lot of jewelry?
1: Well, the jewelry they had was pretty much in the typical Art Deco uh, type style Mm -hmm. Um, and I've seen a lot of Art Deco on on your shows um, in terms of um, rings, brooches, um, necklaces, Uh, so in terms of jewelry, you usually see the Art Nouveau. a little bit of uh, Victorian old pieces oh. from 1800s, but mostly it's from the early 1900s. People from um, that got a, rings from their grandmothers and so on. Right. Uh, so it's 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 just um, an amazing. Um, if anyone has not gone to an auction, find one somewhere in the area. Uh, check the local, local listings. They're usually in the uh, the papers, but it's just an amazing experience to go to an auction and look at the the merchandise that they have and just be involved in, especially bidding. Uh, my wife, for example, my gosh, she—the first time she ever bid on something, she just wanted to bid on it, just just to raise her hand up, and she ended up ended up buying the piece. It was like a four hundred dollars piece, uh, right. but she she was lucky to get out of that. So, but <laughs>
2: did she get out of
1: it? Yeah, it was the piece was damaged, so she said, "Hey, the piece is damaged. I don't want to buy this." So oh, said,
3: we wouldn't let people do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, she got lucky on that one. <laughs> yeah, she did. She yes, was she at a did. Very nice auction. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the local ones. Well, with your um. Actually, let's talk about your new book, uh, Adventures at the Auction.
2: Right. Well, that's a book that I wrote. It's sort of a how-to book about the auction business. And it's a book that I wrote because there really isn't anything like it on the market. Um, there are a lot of books that talk about how to buy at auction online.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, people. there are books that just talk about eBay, for example. But this is a book that goes over buying and selling on and offline. You know, so it talks about eBay. hmm and it talks about other you know other auction sites online, but it also talks about old fashioned regular auctions
1: now, with your auctions and dealing with eBay, um, have you ever found that there are certain items that don't out to uh, don't turn out to be authenticated um, and you pretty much have a bid on something uh, or, or people bid on the item, and it doesn't turn out to what's supposed to be
2: yeah um, we you see that once in a while. You know, you see that, that people buy something and it isn't what it's supposed to be. But most of the time when you're buying from a reputable auction house, things are cataloged properly.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, I started an Internet business called Appraisals.com mm-hmm. that is the exclusive online appraisal arm for eBay where we have people can go to Appraisals.com and get an opinion as to something that they see at an online auction site like eBay.
1: Now, so can can they can they also send actual pictures to you in terms of email, mm-hmm. and just uh, pretty much just ask what it's worth? Or yes,
2: uh huh. We've linked together 750 experts all over the country, and they're experts in every single category you can imagine, from jewelry to furniture to, you know, cufflinks to fly fishing equipment
3: wow <laughs> yeah I
2: mean for everything you can imagine and people come to our site and they can upload a photograph mm-hmm. and one of our experts will tell them what they have or as I said before if they say see something on eBay one of our experts will give a second opinion as to what it is or will tell them what to look for if they're considering buying it
1: now with Epraisals. Let me let me spell that for uh, the people out there. Uh, e p p a r i s a l s dot com. Now, with appraisals, is it basically just an information site, or can you, is there um, any plans for any auctions to be on the site also?
2: Yeah, we're not planning on that being an auction site. No, it's just mm-hmm. a site where people can go to have their property appraised now, or can find out about something that they're interested in
1: buying. Mm-hmm. Now, what are what, th- is there a difference between what people bring into the auction house and what people um, send uh, information of uh, over the internet to appraisals?
2: Uh, no, you know, we found it's pretty much the same. People, um, people. The reason that we started appraisals dot com is because there are so many people that are interested in finding out what they own and what it's worth.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And people now go to appraisals, or they can bring things to a local auction house. Or send photographs to an auction house, or they can send photographs to appraisals.
1: Now, with, have, you ha- have you ever come across items that you just could not find out the history of or in terms of uh, the value? Uh, to give you a good, good example, um, at the uh, auction over the weekend that I was with, they had a, um, a Nazi Germany um, skull ring. Hmm. And I know there's a different memory about that in terms of um, uh, information, but have you ever come across a piece where there was just so much, uh, so little information to find out about that piece?
2: Yeah, occasionally you see something and, and it's hard to pinpoint what it is or what it's worth. Um, but most of the time, and that's actually the reason I started Appraisal, there is an expert somewhere in the world that knows something about it. So that's the reason we put together 750 experts is because maybe it's hard in one area to find someone, but, you know, if you link all these people together, one of them is going to know something about mm-hmm. every category.
1: Now, uh, in terms of an antique, uh, is it just a, a, a w- information site just for antiques, or, I mean, what's the, uh, the age period uh, limitations?
2: We do everything at Appraisals. We okay. have antiquities, pre-Columbian, um, modern furniture, 50s furniture, 60s furniture, We do collectibles, G.I. Joe dolls, Barbies, you know, everything you can imagine.
1: That's just amazing. I remember when eBay came on and I saw some of the items they had on there, um, they actually got in trouble with a couple of items They were trying to sell a, a liver, a kidney. I don't
3: remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, I
1: just, it's just amazing some of the things that come up on the auction. Have you come across items where you said, you know what, that's a little bit too weird for me, I'm going to stay clear from it?
2: Yeah, people call us occasionally with kind of strange things that they want to sell and we don't we don't take them. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of controversy lately with selling Nazi memorabilia for mm-hmm. example.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And People generally will
1: not sell that. It's offensive. Yeah, Folks, if you want to call Leslie, uh, you can call from the North County at 760-720-KCEO. And at uh, anywhere else in the Southern California area, just call 1-800-292-KCEO. Now, now, I got a chance to look at your book very briefly. Um, the nice thing I like about your book is that it really goes into detail about the steps you should take in um, going into an auction.
2: Right. Uh-huh. It now, sort of goes through the
3: whole process.
1: Now, with the process, let's go real quickly uh, for novice people. Um, basically, when they come to an auction um, from the very beginning, um, what can people expect in terms of getting set up to bid for a piece?
2: Well, you know, people should, I don't know really what you mean, people should look at the thing very carefully, look mm-hmm. at the object decide the top price they're willing to pay, Mm -hmm. really inspect it carefully because most things are sold as is.
1: Now, do you usually have people uh, that bring their own little expert with them or is it basically um, people that have just knowledge themselves and they're just uh, probably dealers themselves or collectors?
2: Well, most reputable auction houses have a staff of experts in-house that you can rely on. But if it's something valuable, I don't think it's a bad idea to hire someone to look at it and give you
1: a second opinion. Now, with some of the auctions, uh, I noticed that the auction that I went to, they have a, a, a barrage of different things. Uh, what are some of the, the ranges in terms of uh, size? Uh, is, is there any type, like for example, do you ever you get a chance to auction cars, or are there certain things that Uh, that just won't fit on the stage, or you pretty much just take everything? And if you do have a piece that can't make it on the stage, do you set up some other type of arrangement?
2: Yeah, you know, these days things don't actually have to be in a building. You can sell things, you know, with just photographs online. If you think about it, most, a lot of property is sold online now. Mm -hmm. You know, traditional auction houses very rarely exist anymore without some sort of a web component. Now, so, you know, the Internet is really a huge part of every auction house's business.
1: Now, do you fear that um, uh, locations like eBay and other websites might take over the, uh, the auction houses in general where you won't really need auction houses in the future?
2: I think you'll need auction houses in the future, but I do think that eBay um, has changed the face of the auction business in a big way. It's um, an arena where people can buy and sell things to people all over the world. And it's really opened the market up to a lot of people that have never considered buying before.
3: Mm. Now, you know,
2: it's the most looked at website on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And also, I think the statistic is correct, Sotheby's and Christie's both do annually about $2 billion in sales.
3: That's amazing. Guess
2: what eBay does? Five billion. <laughs>
1: Five billion? So if you billion? think
2: about it, eBay is just an
3: enormous company.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, it's, it, it does make sense because they can pretty much reach the entire world, and it's very easy for people uh, in terms of access to, to go on eBay Yeah. compared to just going to uh, Chicago or going to New York or going right. to a, an appraisal fair. But, yeah, the Internet has uh, opened up so many doors in terms of the uh, the antique auctions, and I think the Internet actually helped. Um, especially uh, probably your company or other companies that you might have had um, in terms of auctions.
3: Yeah, sure.
1: Now, with your syndicated column, um, actually, let's go into a little bit about that. Um, What's its worth? What can people expect when they read that that particular column?
2: That's a, a question and answer column. It's a column where people send in photographs of objects that they're interested in finding out about, and they tell a story. And um, we then tell them about their object. And I actually am sitting here with a stack of photographs going through them, trying to pick out what to use in the column next week. <laughs> and we get literally bags full of photographs. Really? Yeah.
1: God, how, lo- how long does it take to go through a uh, couple bags of uh, photos like that? Oh, them? it
2: takes a long time, and it's actually a lot of fun.
1: Oh, my It's goodness. a
2: lot of fun to do. It's <laughs> now do, you, do
1: you have, a, do you have the, uh, the chance to do it yourself? or
2: I do it. Um, I have somebody who goes through and looks at, at all of them, and they sort of narrow it down because there are so many, and mm-hmm. actually... She's here today and has just given me a big stack. Here's a <laughs> Buddy Palooka doll and a water cooler, <laughs> and here's somebody who's sent in a whole communion service from their church.
3: Really? Yeah, it's
2: actually kind of a fancy thing. Oh it's my. neat. It's from Houston, Texas, and it's a communion service with trays that are stacked and about 200 glasses, little communion glasses. got to tell you, I don't know what that's worth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like to tell people uh, basically. When, uh with an auction, uh, the price has pretty much bid on is what the actual price is worth, or actually the second bid. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, it's worth what somebody's willing to pay for mm-hmm. it at that moment.
1: That's correct. Yeah, m- when I when I do uh, jewelry appraisals, uh, a lot of people uh, um, when I put a replacement value on the appraisal, they always say, "Well, you know, l- let me get the, the retail value of it." And I keep telling people that's not the value you want on your appraisal. Uh, because it's not worth that. So if you have a an item worth uh, that you paid five thousand dollars for, and the retail is ten thousand, the actual worth is it should be what you paid for it, and not the uh, the jacked up retail price.
2: Right, unless you want an appra- an appraisal for insurance purposes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then you do want a retail replacement value because you want to know what you'd have to pay if you had to replace it if your house
1: burned down. Mm, exactly, and uh, it's just amazing the different. Uh, the different aspects of uh, appraising on the retail level. Yeah. Uh, now, with the appraiser that you have on your on your show, um, what type of a actually what type of appraiser do you have?
2: We have a variety of people, but most of them have been in the auction business at some time or another. You know, most of those people have worked either as dealers
3: mm-hmm.
2: or in the auction business, and most of them have a lot of experience looking at things in the categories that they do, just like you with jewelry. Hmm. You know, you've spent years studying jewelry, and most of these people have spent years studying their field.
1: I've noticed that you have different categories in terms of furniture and art. Now, in terms of furniture, how many different categories can you possibly have? Um, Because I know certain appraisers, they might specialize in one type of furniture.
2: Right. Well, that's what's difficult with finding generalists. You know, people who can look at something that's Victorian or something English, French, American, and also who can look at porcelain from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And that's why we usually have three or four generalists at every appraisal fair so that they can ask each other questions.
1: Okay. When we come back, we'll talk more with Leslie Hyman uh, from HGTV. Uh, We'll ask a little more about her uh, different ventures and any features she might have in the future. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
6: Honey, our 10th anniversary's coming up. You know what that means, don't you? What,
5: you are gonna trade me in for a new model? No,
6: I'm afraid your warranty expired years ago. No, silly, you promised me a diamond ring for our anniversary.
5: You know, I'm kind of afraid of us getting ripped off. Look what happened when Sandy and her husband bought a diamond. She wasn't satisfied with the diamond, and he wasn't happy about the price. And don't forget about Jim, who's still in the doghouse because he bought a fake diamond.
6: Don't worry, honey, I found a great book called The Secrets to Buying Diamonds. It teaches you how to choose the right diamond that you can afford. The secrets to buying diamonds will definitely help us avoid getting ripped off.
5: Hmm. The secrets to buying diamonds. Sounds
6: great. It's filled with color photos and information about diamond inclusions, enhanced and treated diamonds, and the newest look-alike diamond, moissanite. It also shows you how to choose a mounting for your diamond, as well as checklists to ensure that we buy a diamond that we'll be satisfied with.
5: Thank goodness. The secrets to buying diamonds will definitely give
0: me some peace of mind. Make your next diamond purchase a pleasant one with the secrets to buying diamonds. Reserve your copy today online or at your local Barnes & Noble bookstore.
4: Good morning, I'm Monica Zeck with your traffic and weather update. Traffic is brought to you by Boston Market. Well, come into Boston Market and get a rotisserie chicken for $1.99. For just $1.99, get a whole chicken when you buy any of Boston Market's family meals. Boston Market, slow down. Well, it's still slow and heavy for those traveling South 5 from La Costa heading down through Del Mar to about Via de la Valle, but also slow and congested North 5 from the downtown area, Hawthorne, all the way into Mission Bay. This is due to an earlier crash right near Interstate 8 and that connector, so watch for that big slowdown in the Mission Bay from downtown. South 15, that's doing a whole lot better, but still slow on North 805, still around the 163 in Balboa into Sorrento Valley, and I've also had the slow traffic for those traveling on West 94 from the 15 into the downtown area. 8 is pretty much up to speed but still watch for some tightening too as you travel South 163 up past Washington. And again, we've had the problems with the crashes around the South Bay area. One West 905 at Picador. Actually, it's a stall vehicle, but in the area of uh, Iris Avenue. Again, this is the... Uh, Iris Avenue area, Buyer Boulevard, that is closed to traffic due to a fatal crash investigation. And at the uh, last check, still have some problems too. In Chula Vista, it's a fender bender at Naples and Oleander. So quite a few crashes there in the South Bay. But buckle up and make it a safe ride on all our roadways. That's a look at traffic on AM1000, KCEO. Now look at your forecast brought to you by Shea Holmes, innovating new home designs that incorporates the latest energy efficiency that helps keep your utility bills down. Visit SheaHomes.com. caring since 1881. That again is Shea Homes. In the forecast, morning clouds and again some drizzle, otherwise should be mostly sunny by the afternoon. Coastal and inland highs, upper 60s near the beaches to the mid-80s inland, deserts getting up to 110 today. Right now we are at 62 degrees for downtown San Diego. That's a look at traffic and weather on AM 1000, KCEO.
0: Welcome back to Gem Secrets. Here's your host, Michael Rogers.
1: Hello and welcome back to Gem Secrets. We've been talking to Leslie Hyman uh, from HGTV um, at the the auction and the appraisal fair. Now Leslie, uh, those two shows are um, aired on a a daily basis or is more of a weekly basis?
2: Yeah, they're on. well, they're, the new shows are on once a week, but they repeat the shows all the time, and I think you can actually find me on HGTV eight times a week.
1: Oh, great. Yeah. Now, now, how did you get into that in terms of uh, uh, getting your own little show?
2: You know, I've been very lucky, and somehow I was friends with a, a TV producer, and she heard about Home and Garden Television, HGTV, mm-hmm. starting up about seven years ago mm-hmm. and came to me at my auction house and said, are you interested in working on a television project, and I said, sure. So we started doing at the auction, and we've been doing it ever since.
1: Wow. Now, do you have any other future plans in terms of specials or any TV programs?
2: Um, Just filming these two programs right now, and I also do an NBC spot once a week here locally in Chicago. Oh, okay. And um, it's a collecting spot, and we usually interview people at their homes. Or people bring collections in to NBC and we talk about
1: them. Okay. Now, um, we're closing up the show here. Um, so just, uh, let's see, pretty much you can just um, let people know how they can contact you in terms of e-appraisals and about your websites and the book.
2: Okay. It's e-appraisals, dot com. We're the exclusive online appraisal arm of eBay, so you can get to us from eBay as well. Okay. Okay. Or... Um, the book is called Adventures at the Auction, and that's published by Clarkson
1: Potter. Okay, very good. And also, folks, if you um, can't get through it through a search engine, you can always go to my website, uh, gemsecrets.com, and I have uh, information under the radio show where you can link up with uh, Leslie Hyman's websites. Leslie, thank you very much for Great. coming on the show. I had a blast. Thank you. All right, you take care okay. of yourself. Bye bye. Okay. Wow, that is amazing. Different stories that uh, that I've heard and. Uh, I can't believe that Van Gogh painting oh my goodness it's amazing but um, yeah if, if you're if you're um, you've got to go to an auction auction is one of the most uh, fascinating experiences you'll have uh, just going to a, a local auction um, and possibly you can look in the into your um, syndicated columns um, in the yellow, uh, yellow pages the newspaper probably San Diego Union Tribune or uh, North County Times Look in the classified sections, and they'll have some listings of uh, some auctions that come around. Uh, but it's it's just an amazing, amazing uh, feat. Uh, the auction that I was at over the weekend um, at Tri-County uh, Furniture and Auctions, again, uh, people coming in, uh, that's the that's the beauty of it. People coming in with merchandise that had, they have no idea what they have. They bring it in, and then they're shocked to find out that it's worth thousands of dollars. Uh, the little ring that... Uh, um, grandma might might have left them, or maybe something that their, their father or mother left them. It, it's just amazing. So if you have a chance to go to an auction, it's just amazing. So, I w- again, I want to thank Leslie for coming on the show. Uh, for more information about Leslie, uh, you can go to my website, gemsecrets.com. Uh, you can also uh, listen to the show again I'll have it up in probably been a couple of hours uh, you can listen to the show and other past shows uh, some past guests that we've had on the show uh, the Gemological Institute of America uh, which is located in Carlsbad uh, we had the uh, director of education and a diamond uh, expert on uh, talked about GIA uh, we've had Charles and Colvard the creators of Moissanite uh, came on the show and that's a really good um, show to listen to because they go into detail on how to uh, identify moissanite, and then there's a couple websites also uh, to link yourself to their website. Uh, they actually show pictures of inclusions in moissanite, so that's a that's a real good show to listen to. Uh, also, we had uh, last week we had on the Home Shopping Network. Uh, so take a listen, listen to the past couple of shows. Uh, more information about gemsecrets.com. Uh, you can look at the the tutor section that will teach you a little bit about um, <coughs> a little bit about uh, diamonds, gemstones, general information. Uh, also you can uh, view the uh, the hidden camera video I did uh, a couple years ago, uh, avoiding the diamond dupe. Uh, basically we went out to different jewelry stores with a hidden camera and we pretty much showed what typical people will, uh, the problems that people will run into unfortunately. So you can also look that on the website. It's just a lot of information going on the website. Um, Um, So feel free to go ahead and and take a look there. Uh, If you need any jewelry appraisals, you can contact my office at 760-716-4342. I specialize in um, jewelry, um, pearls, opals, diamond rings, uh, gemstones, um, anything of that nature. So go ahead and feel free to give uh, uh, give my... um, Office a call, and then also you can reach me by email at Michael at gemsecrets.com. and so God, just amazing. Auctions find one find a local auction. Uh, you have to go to one. It's just an amazing feat. Uh, just be careful when you bring your spouse because they if they're really into it, uh, that you might uh, possibly buy something you don't want to have at that particular time. So again, my name is Michael Rogers, I'm a host of Gem Secrets. And next week, we're going to have uh, the manager of uh, Benbridge, Leo, in the North County uh, Escondido Fair Mall. So, tune next time. We're going to talk about different jewelry, uh, watches, and so on. So, again, I'm Michael Rogers. Take care. Get home safe.
5: money could talk. This is where you